You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now, a message from Cyberbit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need Cyberbit. Cyberbit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills. All using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. Cyberbit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live-fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire. Operation Cloudhopper gets to its espionage targets via their cloud and managed service providers. Details are out on the Android version of the Pegasus spyware. Microsoft will upgrade office security. Notes on the annual Sea Air Space Expo. And what is going on in Bedford County, Pennsylvania, a place where the laws of physics may not apply. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Wednesday, April 5th, 2017. PricewaterhouseCoopers and BAE are reporting a surge in Chinese government cyber espionage. Operation Cloudhopper is said to be targeting cloud and managed service providers with the goal of gathering information on their customers, including not only companies but also diplomatic services. As has so often been the case with Chinese operations, the espionage extends beyond intelligence collection to theft of intellectual property. British targets are thought to be particularly affected, but the campaign is multinational in scope, and a comparable operation is being run simultaneously against Japanese targets. PwC and BAE have been tracking the operation since late last year, and they identify the specific threat actor as APT-10, also known as Red Apollo, CVNX, and Stone Panda. Security firm Lookout's report on Chrysaor, the Android version of Pegasus, is out and worth a look. Pegasus is a spyware product for lawful intercept uses produced by NSO Group. Pegasus came under scrutiny during investigation of surveillance of journalists, activists, and dissidents by various regimes, most famously in the United Arab Emirates. Lookout worked with Google on Chrysaor. It had earlier worked with the University of Toronto's Citizen Lab on Pegasus. Microsoft has announced that later this month it will add advanced threat protection safe links to Word, Excel, and PowerPoint, and that Office 365 will receive an upgraded advanced data governance and threat intelligence package. We were at the Navy League's annual Sea Air Space Exposition this week down in National Harbor, Maryland, where cybersecurity matters receive the increasing attention they now get from all the services. As Palo Alto Networks put it in conversation with us, there's a perceived need to educate senior leadership to move the sea services beyond a patch-and-repair approach to cybersecurity that can still remain the easy default. 
Rear Admiral Timothy White, Commander, U.S. Cybercom National Cyber Mission Force. Vice Admiral Jan Tai, Deputy Chief of Naval Operations for Information Warfare and Naval Intelligence Chief. And Vice Admiral Michael Gilday, head of the U.S. Navy's Fleet Cyber Command, were among the senior leaders who spoke, and they did exhibit the mature understanding of the issues Palo Alto hoped would become general. The U.S. Marine Corps was, as it always is, a highly visible presence on the floor. The Corps offered some discussion of its new cyber-military occupational specialties, typically called MOSs. These will be available for enlisted Marines as well as non-commissioned, warrant, and commission officers. Thus, experienced personnel won't have to rotate back to a primary specialty after a few years of service. The personnel system is self-consciously modeled on that used by Marine Corps Forces Special Operations Command. See thecyberwire.com for more coverage of sea airspace. All week, we're hearing from some of the people we met at the 2017 Women in Cybersecurity Conference. Michelle Dennedy is Chief Privacy Officer at Cisco and was a keynote speaker at the event. My role is really the, the strategic side of privacy to look at what I call turning values to value. So privacy and ethics and morality and these kinds of things sound like squishy, squishy words. What we do is we use a privacy engineering methodology and we're starting to change the culture at Cisco and at our customers to be data centric first and then use privacy engineering techniques so that we'll have a high quality authenticatable system um, that reflects not just the laws of the lands, plural, um, but really the, the ethics and, and the expectations of our customers. The issues that we have with, with women being underrepresented in the cybersecurity workforce, it's not getting better. And what, one of the things that really strikes me is that retention is not getting better. So even when we get women to join us, they're not staying. It's a very tough problem, and I tell you what's great about, this is my first time at the, the WESIS event, and I'm loving the energy from these young women in particular, that they are so positive in their own ability to make change, of their flexibility to say, should I start here, assuming that I'm going to go there and there and there. So I think that it's hopefully going to get better. It's a very hostile work environment still, and not always overt, and in fact, I think the most pernicious problems are, are not overt. I think that what if every single person, men and women, picked one diverse candidate from whatever diversity you feel most passionate about, race, ethnicity, economic circumstances, geography, um, gender, and if every single one of us picked one person not to mentor but to sponsor, to push that person to take those next risks or pull them up when you see them lagging, if every single person did that, it would only take half a generation to get to the place where we have enough competent people working in a respectful environment where all we're doing is, is innovating and creating and sort of bringing our best selves to work. Tell you what, a couple of the young gals came up to me this morning and were so cute because they were, you know, oh, I'm getting my second PhD and I have two masters and you know, do you, what do I, what I need to learn anymore? And I think for for both genders, I, I would just say, nothing. It's not so much stuff you can stuff in your head. Just go out there and fail. 
you know, try so hard and dream so big that you don't reach it. Because if all you're doing is planning, 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 planning to get there and doing everything you need to do to get there and then executing on that plan, then you're going to look back and realize I probably could have done more. If you failed a few times and you've reached and reached and your fingers slipped off at the very last second, that's your edge. So find your edge. That's Michelle Dennedy from Cisco. You can hear more from her in our upcoming CyberWire special edition on the 2017 Women in Cybersecurity Conference. And finally, there's some news out of Bedford County, Pennsylvania. Last week, around 6.30 on the morning of March 28, the network of Chestnut Ridge High School in New Paris was knocked offline. Pennsylvania State Police are investigating, but they say that the outage was induced by a juvenile male student, that is a local high school boy, who was hacking from home. As far as we've heard, no one's saying anything about charges, but the Chestnut Ridge School District superintendent said the outage was a significant inconvenience to the school's staff. So please, kids, don't do this kind of thing from home. But there may be another angle to the story. In a CyberWire exclusive brought to us by a stringer who vacations in New Paris, Bedford County is one of those places where the laws of physics may not apply. We're referring, of course, to Gravity Hill on Bethel Hollow Road. Put your car in neutral, make sure it's safe, take your foot off the brake, and your car rolls uphill. Our stringer swears he's done it more than once and he's seen it with his own eyes. So that's that. So have the state police considered a possible transgravitational effect as the cause of the network outage? If New Paris is the site of such kinetic effects, who's to say it couldn't have informational weirdness as well? If anyone's interested, by the way, there's a U.S. Marine Corps recruiter just down the Lincoln Highway in Bedford. Just saying. So, Semper Fi, and go Lions! Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use with zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. 
Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Joining me once again is Dale Drew. He's the Chief Security Officer at Level 3 Communications. Dale, today uh, you wanted to talk about uh, security ecosystems uh, and the way that they handle the disruption cycle. Yeah, so our view might be a little biased as a network provider, but um, with that sort of lens, we have been sort of watching this exploit ecosystem over the past handful of years and made an observation that a lot of the sort of approach to security ecosystems is based on how fast the security research community can get uh, mitigation or corrective action in the hands of the end system, whether it's the uh, consumer's desktop or whether it's the uh, computing device in the data center, uh, you know, a, a company's, uh, you know, uh, end system, but it's largely based on the actual computer itself. And so we've seen on average about a four-month life cycle from the time that it takes to detect a piece of malware in the wild, to capture it, to analyze it, to test it, to build a corrective action like a signature, and then push it out to all the clients. So we've really been trying to do like a bit of a call to arms to the network com- uh, community, other ISPs as an example, other application uh, hosting providers, and saying that if we can get other ISPs in this fray uh, to be able to uh, actively shut down the, the command and control piece of this, while the uh, rest of the research uh, security research community focuses on the clients, I think we're going to have a significant disruption capability in the bad guys to be able to operate this sort of large uh, extortionist-related uh, botnet infrastructure. There is a new protocol uh, being uh, proposed to that community called DOTS. It's the DDoS Open Threat Signaling uh, Protocol. Uh, we, I, I don't know if that's the right answer, but it's definitely in the in the direction of the right answer because that is moving us toward a reputation-based routing environment. So imagine a, an environment, let's say it's two years from now, let's say it's three years from now, but imagine an environment where ISPs, the security research community, and large enterprises are all sharing threat data real-time and live and agreeing on how to assign reputation scores to compromised IP addresses and agreeing to automatically take action, uh, whether it's uh, null routing, whether it's uh, black holing, whether it's firewalling, uh, compromised IPs on the, blo- on the global internet while they work with the victim to get that machine corrected. If the entire network environment the, you know, the global internet environment was oriented toward a reputation-based routing environment, it would be nearly impossible for a bad guy to operate on the uh, global internet. We believe that's the direction that we need to get the overall uh, research community uh, headed toward, and uh, we think it's going to have a, a very significant impact on being able to stop bad guys from operating. Dale Drew, thanks for joining us. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. 
Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And that's the CyberWire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. And now a word from our sponsor, SpyCloud, the leader in operationalizing cybercrime analytics. Traditional threat intelligence is a thing of the past. Cyber criminals are stealing vast amounts of credentials, session cookies, and financial data every day, and it's hard to keep up. SpyCloud is the trusted partner businesses turn to to fully understand their darknet exposure risk and neutralize threats before it's too late. SpyCloud alerts your organization as soon as an employee or customer's data appears on the dark net, so you can act faster than bad actors to prevent cyber attacks like ransomware, session hijacking, account takeover, and online fraud. With insights from the industry's largest repository of recaptured data, protect the digital identities and systems most important to your business. Get your free corporate darknet exposure report at spycloud.com slash cyberwire and see what information criminals have in their hands today. That's spycloud.com slash cyberwire. <laughs> 